Welcome back, sis, for another episode of the Building with God series right here on the Sisters of Christ podcast. A very amazing guest that's going to share with us today is Elena Echavarria, and she is an amazing mother of four. She's also an entrepreneur. She's a grant writer and a freelance coach for Christian entrepreneurs, and she teaches aspiring freelance grant writers how to launch and scale their business with a kingdom-focused mentality through her podcast called Nothing For Granted. The topic she's sharing on is the circus of motherhood and business, how to build a kingdom business as a work-at-home mom of four shares her journey and also how she brings her kiddos alongside to teach them kingdom business principles as well as kingdom principles for them to use in their own life i was so inspired by this interview and i know that you're going to be too and before we tune in and listen to this amazing interview i just want to let you know that We are doing weekly Bible studies via Zoom. If you want to come seek and encounter Jesus in a community of women, please just send us an email to sistersofchristcommunity at gmail.com and we will be happy to send you details on how to get involved. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Tell us a little bit about how you even like started your business. Absolutely. So my mom has a nonprofit and back in 20, 2009, she hired a grant writer to help us get some funding um, to keep us going. And it was a whole ordeal because it went south. The person stole our money. They got a felony. Like it just went so bad. And I'm a go-getter. So I said, well, that's never going to happen to me ever again. I'm going to learn how to do this. And I ran with that. I learned how to write grants for my mom's nonprofit specifically. And then I started working with other companies just on the side. I traveled a lot and kind of did my own thing. And then last year um, I enrolled in university full-time and I was just telling God, like, I can't work for other people. I've been an entrepreneur for such a long time with my husband. We own various barber shops, and now he's director of a cosmetology school. So entrepreneurship is so important to me. And I just said like, God, what am I going to do? I'm getting this degree and it's bogus because I know I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And I said, I'm going to do it because I just want to check that off my list. But what am I called to do? How can I turn what I love into one, a part of my ministry, right? Because I always talk about, I want to die on empty. And two, how can I live a life where I can make money and raise my kids and do it in a way that is authentic and freeing? Mm -hmm. And so he said, well, you're not doing anything with the five grant certificates that you have. I want you to take this course and you're going to, as soon as you're done with the course, you're going to relaunch your business. Cause I had launched it in 2019 and I closed it after somebody asked me, so you don't have a master's degree. And I said, Oh, <laughs> fine. So I said, okay, I'm all in. And ever since I was obedient and I said, God, this is, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this right. I'm going to do it with you at the very, very center of it. And if you don't direct me, I'm not doing it. 
ever since I did that, it's been a total hurricane of just like blessings. It's been insane. Wow. Oh my gosh. You just ministered to me on like so many different levels. (laughs) Like, and also so many women that I've spoken to who have been in entrepreneurship, like they start off like, you know, with an idea and doing it their way. And then they invite God in and it's literally the same every time. Like, I love hearing like how God just moves. Like when we invite him into things, he just does it, you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's important to note that just because we invite him in does not mean that the process and the journey is going to be any easier. On the contrary, one of my biggest businesses was this barbershop my husband and I had been working on for two years, prepping just for that moment. Because when when God is getting ready to bless you, you have to be ready to receive that blessing. And I'm sorry if I get preachy. I feel so passionate about this, but <laughs> I love it. It's so, it's so difficult to me when people say like, oh, I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed. But are you really ready for that blessing? Have you been preparing? Have you been faithful in your walk to receive that? You know, it's just like when we talk about, I want to be a millionaire, but can you steward that money? Mm-hmm. Really? And so for two years, we prepared for this business. And at the end, we ended up having to close it down. And that was a really hard decision for me because I said, God, I did everything right. Why would you, why would you allow this? And it isn't until two years later, after we closed it, that God has shown me, this is why you had to go through this because there's people that go through the same things where they pour all of their heart into their businesses, but that business isn't the one that's supposed to bring you into that state of prosperity. That's not supposed to be the end goal. That is a part of the journey. And sometimes we start businesses that have to close down because we have to learn from that. Wow, girl, that is so amazing and so freeing. I feel like so many women entrepreneurs who have been through something similar are going to like feel so much freedom from that and like what you're saying. And that's, and I love what you said. You're like, are you prepared to steward that? Cause that's something I've been thinking about a lot, like in my own like freelance business. I'm like, God, like expand my heart for like more. And, but I guess like, I would love to hear from you, like how, how do you like prepare for like, okay, we, of course we want to have like successful businesses and we want all that, but it's like, how do we prepare ourselves for that? I think first and foremost, it's prioritizing your relationship with God. Um, You have to be so intentional about the time that you're spending with him. I don't care if it's 20 minutes before bed make the time. There's been sometimes that I go to sleep and I will wake up at one in the morning, like, oh my gosh, I did not, I spent no time in Bible study. And the spirit literally convicts me to wake up and like, no, I have to spend this time with him because when you are launching a business, this is in a lot of times your ministry, you talk to so many different people that you want to have, like you said, an open heart to what the Holy spirit is going to be doing in that moment. And so part of that preparation is one, of course, being intentional about your time with, with the Lord asking him like, God come into the most deepest parts of me and help me be empathetic to other people. Like remove whatever is going to block me from the moments that you have already laid before me. Mm -hmm. And so along with that comes preparation in terms of education. You know, I like to reverse engineer things. So if I know that my end goal is to work my business like a six-figure CEO. Okay. Well, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. How does six-figure CEO me run her business? Well, for one thing, I don't walk around looking crazy all the time, right? <laughs> That's not going to happen. 
for another, I'm probably going to delegate a few things. So I think reverse engineering, what it, does your end goal look like and work backwards from there is going to help our listeners then determine, okay, how can I best prepare for that? Mm, that's so good. And yeah, I guess like what, what do you say like for women who are like yourself where you have a lot of responsibilities like you mentioned the other businesses you have you have four kids that's awesome (laughs) like how and prioritizing God right because for me like I'm a single chick so I'm like cool I have all this time for God and (laughs) and then I'm like thinking about you know I have nieces I see my sister like her family like there's so many more responsibilities that come so how do you manage all of that and still like show up for your business Absolutely. That's such a good question. So number one, I have to understand that God is at the center of everything because if he's not, it's apparent in, um, I'm a minimalist. So in minimalism, there's this, uh, phrase that goes, the state of your house is the state of your mind. And it, it, I apply that even to my spiritual life. Like, okay, my house is out of order. My mind is out of order. That means my spirit is probably a little wacky. How can I get realigned? And so knowing that at the core of parenthood is my relationship with God at the core of my marriage is my relationship with God. Everything starts there. Then I further prioritize. Okay. So I'm aligned. Okay. How's my marriage? How's that? Do I'm very, I'm, I have to work really hard at empathy and that's why I bring it up so much is because I literally have notifications on my phone saying, Hey, did you tell your kids you love them? Did you tell your husband you love them? Because that's all along my priorities, husband then children, then my business. That is the very last thing. Because when everything else is perfectly aligned, guess what? My business is going to be so, it'll eventually run itself. I know what I'm doing. It is second nature to me, right? Entrepreneurship is second nature to me. And when you choose a business that you're good at, that you love, that you know it's what you're called to do, you can do it in your sleep. That doesn't require all of your time. What requires your time is your children and your husband and your relationship with God. And so how do I manage that is giving myself a lot of grace. (laughs) There's things that don't get done and I have to be okay with that. I delegate a lot. So my children are eight. I have a four-year-old now, a two-year-old and I have a one-year-old. And so from two and up, they all have responsibilities And to some people, it can seem, well, he's only two years old or he's only four years old. He's old enough to know how to play with toys. He's old enough to know how to make the mess. That means that he's old enough to know how to clean it up too. And so I I give them responsibilities. I delegate and I include them in my business. So for example, my daughter, um, we homeschool her because, you know, I don't have enough things to do. (laughs) (laughs) Add teacher to that. Absolutely. (laughs) So for her... What I have done is for this school year, her final project is she has to create her own nail salon. She's, she's going to school to be a nail tech as well. And so she has to create her own nail salon and I help, I include her in my business. So when I'm doing marketing, how would you do this? How would you do this any different? If I need to type something up, I'll help, I'll let her help me because these are all skills that she needs anyway, but also it's teaching her entrepreneurship and it gets a little bit of work done on my business end as well. Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm so for that. I'm like, my children will be doing everything when they're like super young. I'm like, file your taxes. Tell me taxes, please. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's like a dream of mine. I know that sounds strange, but it totally is. <laughs> so I am a hundred percent here for that. Um, and something you mentioned, and I love that you involve your children in things. Like, I think that is so valuable because it, it's the real life application that as we know, like we get older, we're like, oh, from experience is really what we learn from. Yes. Yeah. yes. We like to say that we're life learners. Um, so we have textbooks and we have all the things, but that's not what's most memorable to her. Um, it's, it's the experiences that we go through and, and that's how we learn as adults. Like you mentioned, we learn through tough times. We learn through exciting times that are imprinted in our minds and in our hearts. And so I really try and just um, ingrain that in my kids. Wow. And so how, I guess there's like two questions, but um, so it sounds like you teach them entrepreneurship by getting involved with your business, but how do you teach them like the things of like the Lord along with that at the same time? So what I do is I have, um, I have like a curriculum for them, right? So every morning we have little flashcards and we go through the flashcards. We have to talk about it. Um, another way is that with my business, every time that I start, I start off with my Bible study, or I start with, I'm huge on intercessory prayer. I talk about it a lot on my podcast. I'm so big on intercessory prayer. And so one thing for me is my mom, even though she is an intercessory warrior, she never taught me how to do that. And so I had to kind of, I had to learn on my own and I didn't want my children to experience that. I wanted them to learn how to fight their battles spiritually. And I wanted them to know the power of prayer. And so I include them and I make them try and not repeat it back to me, but how would you pray for X, Y, Z thing? You know, today, how would you pray for this one area in math that you're struggling with? How would you break that down? And so, um, I really try and just integrate that into them because that's, what's going to matter tomorrow. And then, um, through tough situations, I'm going through a situation in my business right now. And while, and and they're very well aware of it while, especially my eight-year-old, while it is clear that it's a tough time, the way that I'm acting doesn't, doesn't reciprocate that. It doesn't mirror the fact that it's like a time that I should be down on the contrary. She sees that I'm standing in the truth of what God has given me and in authority of that. And so I really try and just teach my children, your faith is supposed to be fearless. Your faith is supposed to be bold and audacious. And sometimes it can hurt, but that's why you hang on to him. You hang on to the rock of your life. We have gone through, and I'm sure you have so many stories to tell of just moments where maybe you weren't aligned with your faith and you did things that were contrary to what the gospel would love us to do. Um, you know, I have a lot of those stories and I don't want my kids to go through that if they don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. I love, um, first of all, I just love how you speak with like such conviction and like confidence about like your motherhood and your business. It's just like, so, um, really inspiring to see, like, I love that so much. Um, and also just something, um, you mentioned like letting your kids know about like what's going on, like in your business too. Cause I feel like a lot of times or what I've seen is like, oh, that's like, this is parents' business or adult things. And you kind of leave the kids 
out. And I feel like that happens often, even in like the things of the kingdom, like, like you're talking about intercessory prayer and involving that. I'm like, they need it so much. Like how are they going to grow up into it? You know? It's so important, especially in an age where their identity is being attacked. The core family is being attacked. Um, on Steph's podcast, she had a guest where she talks about like, how do you protect your children against the influences of the world? And it's like, you, you can't, all you can do is give them these tools yeah. so that they can protect essentially themselves. Yeah. And awesome. intercessory prayer is that it's, it's exactly that it's us knocking on the doors of the kingdom and saying, I have authority in the spiritual realm I'm here because I need something. I need you to act on my behalf, but we have to activate that. And how do you activate that when you don't know how you don't, there's some people that there's a lot of Christians. And like I said, I'm so sorry to get preachy here, but there's a lot of believers that come into their spiritual room just to cry and God, I need you and got it. But are you using your Bible as a tool in your prayer? Are you saying I have inheritance here? I have authority here mm-hmm. and devil, you don't mm-hmm. Satan. Do you, I, I have, um, I joke with my friends and I say, um, you know, I really feel bad for Satan because it's almost like he forgets when he comes, when he attacks me, he forgets who he's messing with. He forgets that I know who I am. I know the authority that I have. I know who has the power story's already been written. You have already lost. I'm not playing this game with you. Mm. And, and so, and I say that because sometimes we forget our identity in Christ and we forget that we do have inheritance. We do have authority here. The fights that we fight are not, they're not fights of earth. They're spiritual fights. And you have to know how to fight a spiritual fight. Mm. Like I said, I can go on a whole tangent. (laughs) It's so good though, because it's so true. I'm like, yes. Like, and what I guess that leads me to a really like important question is like, because you talked about uh, exercising authority with the word, right? Like that, you know, we have that authority. So, and I was even reading today um, in Matthew, he's like, Jesus gave them authority. And I was like, wow, like, God, is this, so, you know, it's like, duh. But, you know, when you read it, you're never, you're never not amazed by God's word. No matter how many times you read it, you're just like, even though you know it, you're just like, oh, this is so amazing. But so this is crazy that we're talking about this because yeah, I guess like, how do you exercise authority in like your business? Like you mentioned, like in areas of your business, like you do intercessory prayer. What are some other ways that you do that? So some other ways that I do this is I teach a lot on tithing as a solopreneur. Um, just the importance of being a good steward of this business that we say it's my business, my business. When we very much know it's not our business, it's God's business. It's God's clients. It's God's money. And so I like to say that I exercise my authority by just teaching other people how to see their business as a tool, as a resource to expand the kingdom. Um, I would also say that I use my authority in times where I have consultations and I'm very, very open. My business is specifically for Christian entrepreneurs. I I say that in all of my, all of my marketing. And so when they come to the table and they say, Hey, I want a a consultation with me, girl, don't be surprised when Holy Spirit's all over that. We're (laughs) (laughs) going to get into some places that make 
may make you feel uncomfortable, but that's what you signed up for. And I'm not afraid to do that. I think maybe in a, in a past time I would have where it's like, Oh, is it okay to talk about my Christian faith? Is it okay to, to say certain things? But I think you have to get to a point in your, in your faith where it's like, no, God says that we're supposed to preach his good word. We're supposed to call sin out for what it is, bring that out to the light so that other people can be set free. And I'm free to do that. I'm not ashamed to do that. Yes, that's amazing. I'm going to see like prophesying over people and being like deliverance. <laughs> like, okay, 30 minute consultation. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, I love that so much. But um, I guess like the last thing I was really thinking about was like the fears. Like what can you speak to? Um, I feel like a lot of women, I mean, any Christian has a lot of fear when they're thinking about like the things I think about is like, who am I to have this successful business? Like, oh, like, uh, is this really for me? Like, how can I do this? God, like, I want you to speak to those fears right now. And then I yeah. think it's a uh, pray over us, but then, yeah, but first you speak to the fears. <laughs> Absolutely. So fears are something that I'm super familiar with. Like I said, I, I launched my business in 2019 and then I, as quickly as I opened it, I closed it. Um, and one thing that I had to come to realize is I'm capable, not because I'm capable, but because of he who lives within me. He made me capable. I, there's rooms that I've walked into that I say, I am no one. And I just hear that voice that says, you're not, but I am. And that is enough to just shut me up and say, open my mouth when you have something to say. Mm. Leading your business from that point of servitude takes all the responsibility off of you. And it makes me realize like, okay, God, when I show up to, to my work today, what do you want to do? How are we navigating this? Who are we talking to today? The money is going to come. And I know that people say that so much, but I'm a living testament of that. Like the money will always be there, but is your heart perfectly aligned and ready to serve? Because entrepreneurship is about being a servant leader and God will position you in places that you say, I, do I really know this? You may not. But when you say, God, give me the wisdom, give me the strategy. How do I do this? He will show up. He's going, he's here to exceed our expectations. And so when you have those limiting fears, I'm going to say, speak to them, use your authority and speak to them. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I'm capable of him. He who lives within me makes me capable. You knew, uh, you knew I would be here before the end of time. I am a former addict turned mom of four and entrepreneur. I'm a full-time university student. If I can do that, being no one, I can't imagine the things that he can do and has done in other people. It's not about capacity. It's about servitude. Girl, preach. Preach to <laughs> preach. That is so amazing. And I love for you to just pray over mamas and even women who are just in that fear place that really need to take that authority. I just pray for like an increase of like faith. That's really what I'm feeling is that they need to increase faith. Yeah. But first tell us, because we need to know how to connect with you because you're amazing. Like, I'm like, can I come to your next Bible study? Like, <laughs> seriously, I'm like, girl, 
like, okay. <laughs> All right. You can find me over at the nothing for granted uh, podcast. I'm there twice a week. And then if you want to further connect with me on Instagram or Facebook, I'm Buffalo ambition co that's also my website. And I'm just, I feel so, so honored to be here. I, I love the fact that you invited me. I love that you have this space where we can speak so freely about the kingdom and about what God is just doing in this time. And I, I just, I'm so honored. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. I was, it's an honor to have you and to just glean from like your wisdom and your heart and like what the Lord has done in your life. It's such, it's really inspiring. So thank you so much. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Let's pray. Woo. <laughs> yes. God, thank you so much. You are so, so good to us. You are far beyond anything that we deserve. I just, I'm so honored to be in a space where your Holy Spirit is so evidently present in such a palpable way. Thank you, God, for all of the words that you have spoken today. Thank you for using us for your glory. Thank you for every single ear that is attentive to your word. God, I thank you for every mom, for every woman, for every man, if they're listening, that have opened their hearts, their minds, their spirits to the words that you have had today, because I know that this word will specifically penetrate to their hearts. And God, because your word is a double-edged sword, thank you because you have spoken to my heart. Thank you, God, for everything that you are. I speak in this moment to every limiting fear, to every lie of the enemy, to every dart that is thrown into the minds of these women that you have separated for this time, God. God, every woman who is the head of their house, God, who is they're leading their children into this world who is trying to steal their identity, who is trying to break their families, God, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Oh, Señor, en este momento yo le hablo a cada mujer, Señor, que está, Señor, criando un hijo, Señor, quien se pide, Señor, en este momento una fortaleza especial, Jehová, Samamaikai. Oh, Señor, yo te pido, Señor, que tú la fortalezcas, Señor, que tú le caigas, Señor, aceite fresco sobre su cabeza, Señor. Padre, levántala en este momento. Yo no sé quién ella es, Señor, pero tú la conoces, Señor. Y en este momento tú le estás hablando, Jehová. Oh, Señor, tú le das fuerzas nuevas. Tú la levantas, Señor, y como la águila, ella se va a ver volar, Señor. Y van a decir, ¿y cómo lo hizo? Y fuiste tú, Jehová del Nazaret. Aleluya. Oh, Señor, el que habla, Señor. Y cuando tú hablas, Señor, tú no retrocedes. Señor, el que cuando, Señor, dice una palabra, se tiene que cumplir. Porque tú eres el mismo ayer, hoy y para siempre, Jesús. Oh, gracias, Señor, por este privilegio que tú tienes, que tenemos nosotros, Señor, en conocerte. Encaminar, Señor, tras tus pasos, Jehová. Padre, límpianos, Señor, un día más, Señor. Gracias por este privilegio que tenemos en conocerte, Señor, y en levantarnos firmemente, Señor, contra la potestad desde el enemigo Jehová, aleluya oh gracias Señor, tú eres bueno, tú eres soberano Señor y no hay nadie como tú Jehová mi alma adora y glorifica tu nombre thank you Jesus for this awesome privilege that you give us Lord in knowing you, in speaking your word God, fearfully and boldly God, against oh santo eres tú against the strongholds of this world because you are far greater Jehovah Nisi I love you. I praise you, Lord. Thank you for this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. If you have been blessed by this podcast or this series, the best way to say thank you is to share it. 
take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story and tag us at the sisters of Christ. Love to see who's listening. Plus share these messages with other women who are needing inspiration and needing to encounter Jesus in their lives. All right, bless you. And I will see you next week for another episode of the building with God series.